Welcome to Marketing with Confidence. I'm your host, Marianne Amies. We're going to be talking all things digital and online marketing for business owners and marketing professionals. If you've been feeling overwhelmed by your digital marketing, be sure to listen along and you'll hear tips, interviews and more that will give you the confidence to create marketing you love. Welcome back to another episode of Marketing with Confidence. Today, I want to talk to you about the emergence of marketing strategy. And it kind of comes from having some chats with some amazing marketers in the last couple of weeks and really coming back to the foundations of marketing. I think as digital marketing has evolved, we've kind of forgotten about the foundations. Or in some ways, for a little while there, we were kind of able to shortcut into the doing. So of building a beautiful uh, Instagram profile or of having a really busy Facebook page and, you know, using ads to bridge the gap and, and, you know, ads, especially if we kind of go through that COVID period, having really strong traction and being able to put up ad campaigns without a lot of integrated marketing thought and be able to convert fairly well. Whereas, you know, as we roll here into the end of 2023, we have found ourselves in a really challenging year. We've navigated a really challenging year. We've kind of come off the back of, you know, COVID, well, post-COVID really heightened shopping habits. We had through COVID where people were, you know, spending, shopping, doing lots of online activity to kind of fill the void of not being able to go out and do things. And then, you know, we've come through into firstly, you know, from a consumer's perspective, fears of recession or actual recession for business owners. A lot of business owners have been facing a much harder year this year. um, And that could be from a decrease in their B2B or their B2C uh, sales volume. Uh, And then laid on top of that, over the last couple of years, we've had lots of changes in privacy laws affect ads. We've had, um, you know, the rise of video content and reels and TikTok really affect um, organic social media results. We've had all these different pressures and forces coming at us, which I think as marketers has made us take stock and and almost come back to basics and say, where is the strategy gone? And I, I shared in an interview um, last week, talking to a client who who wanted to get started on ads. So I had put a call out um, that they, you know, they were launching a new business and they wanted to get some ads started. And, and when I had a conversation with this client, it turned out that they had built a beautiful brand, you know, exquisite branding. They had a really unique product for the market that I feel, you know, I could really believe in and I could really see the market gap that they, they could um, meet. But they wanted to go straight to ads. So, you know, they wanted to go straight to let's set up a social media ad campaign and get some sales through the door. And I hear this so often. I had another client come in recently. Um, You know, we are now, uh, are we six weeks to Christmas maybe? And she sort of said to me, we want to get, you know, ad campaigns up and running. We're nearly finished building the website and we want to maximize Christmas sales. And Ad campaigns can be a huge driver of success in your business, but without a strategy, they're just a tactic. 
And as much as any good ads manager can get a campaign up and running, to have a successful campaign, you need to have built a strategy even around that campaign that looks at who are we targeting? What is our objective? Where are we sending them? How are we tracking it? How will we know that we've succeeded? How are we optimizing? What are we testing? Honestly, the list of ad strategy in its own tactic goes on and on. But what I'm talking about today is a broader strategy. And and I feel like in a really pleasing way, when I look through my social media, and obviously I get pushed a lot of content around social media marketing, digital marketing, how to improve reels, you know, how to improve engagement. I am seeing that conversation more and more come back to strategy. And it is a really important one. In, in, in earlier episodes on this podcast, I have broken down the steps of strategy and the elements of strategy. But, you know, what I really wanted to jump on today and, and talk about, or I guess to reiterate, is the need for strategy. Strategy is the roadmap. Strategy is the assessment of where we're at. It's also a really critical step in thinking about who we are marketing to. I think very often we get caught up in this belief, and maybe it's a a story that's been perpetuated over the last five years, that, you know, if you have a website and you run some ads, people will buy. And I can assure you that impulse click to buy has decreased in the last few years. And it has decreased not just because the consumer has changed, but it's also decreased because the way in which we can market and remarket and retarget has changed. But also I feel more and more as, you know, click to buy people have popped up. You know, I've, I've launched a product. I have a beautiful Shopify website. I have some graphics. I am ready to go with ads. We're not spending the time building a relationship with our customers and we're not looking at that strategy of, you know, what does this customer need? Yes, we know why we created this product or this service, but why would they want to buy it? And why would they buy ours over the options? And what are they looking for as a change in their life from from purchasing this product? You know, there's those foundational steps in strategy of getting to know your target market so clearly that it's almost like if you're at the, the checkout in Coles and they were standing behind you, you could turn around and say, hey, I know you. You're on my pin board as my ideal client. You know, you overheard a conversation of two friends at a coffee shop and you'd go, yeah, he's my ideal client. The three things he just complained about, that's exactly what we sold. So that foundation of who we are most able to help becomes the framework of everything we do. I mean, there may be an instance where social ads isn't even right for you or Google ads isn't right for you or social media isn't right for you. I had an amazing chat with Amy Scott from AMAP Digital around, you know, social media isn't the only type of marketing. It's not the only type of digital marketing and it may not be for every business. And again, it all comes back to strategy. We're really clear on who we're talking to and getting so deep on that and, and getting so deep onto what our, our product or service can do, the problems it can solve. If we then get really clear on our objectives, I mean, I know nine times out of 10, we're all trying to sell more and coming into Christmas, we want to maximize on that Christmas time of people gifting and people buying for themselves. Obviously, we need to look broader than Christmas as well because, you know, that's a flash in the pan. And although it's one of the, you know, most heightened sales times of the year, 
it is just once a year and we need to make sure that we have objectives that are going to sustain a business at all times of the year and, and, you know, plan a marketing calendar that responds to all the different seasons, if you like, that our ideal target goes through and our ideal client goes through. So, you know, we want to get really clear on what our objectives are. And, And again, our objectives can't purely jump to sales if we haven't done the foundational steps. It's so critical that we consider our objectives of awareness and of consideration. When I think back to my time learning marketing in in uni, you know, over two decades ago, then when I think of my time of teaching marketing at TAFE and at private college, you know, we all talk about that consumer behavior model. And although the, the landscape of how we market has changed and the consumer's I guess journey, maybe the the steps and and the length they sit in those steps has changed. We do still need to go through an awareness process, a consideration, a trial, a purchase, a loyalty that is still quite universal and. I think what's really changed is maybe the time that we spend, you know, sometimes awareness and consideration for a really impulse product with great integrated marketing can be really quick. I am very guilty of seeing an ad on social media, uh, you know, going to that landing page, reviewing it, going, yeah, this is something I want and, and purchasing it from a brand I've never heard of before. So my awareness and consideration almost happens in in one step. Uh, Sometimes, you know, I might go through those steps and not check out. And then it's the retargeting that really, you know, pushes me from that initial awareness through to consideration and purchase. You know, I've seen it, I wasn't sure, or I got distracted, but then I'm retargeted either as an abandoned email cart or as another ad. And I go, oh, yes, actually, I do like that. Or, oh, now I have some time to look at this further. Yeah, I do want to purchase. But that model, that customer journey is still critical. So in your strategy, mapping out that customer journey, how long you think someone's going to need in each stage of that uh, consumer behavior cycle and how you're going to have strategy in place to move them between those different segments and have objectives, you know, for any new business, one of your objectives has to be awareness. Your objective can't be sales because you can't have sales without awareness. You can't have sales without consideration. And you do different things at an awareness step of, you know, the funnel, if you like, uh, to at the purchase stage or at the loyalty stage. So, We need to make sure we have strategies that are supporting each step that our customer might go through. Then we have our whole brand strategy that we need to consider. And again, this is all the elements that we're going to do to build that trust and credibility. I mean, we bang on about trust and credibility, but if you relate any online transaction to an in-life transaction, you know, when I walk down the street and I'm looking to buy a new pair of shoes, if someone popped out of of, of the bathroom in Westfields and sort of showed me three pairs of really beautiful shoes and then was like, you've never heard of me before, but buy these shoes, they're in your size, we'll ship them out to you, just put your credit card here. I'd be like, whoa, 
no thank you. Yes, these shoes are amazing, but this is all a little bit too confronting. And I feel like we feel online that with a beautiful Shopify site or, you know, let's be honest, a pretty average looking thrown together Shopify site and, and, and an ad that we can all of a sudden sell without that step of trust and credibility. And, and you know, there's different factors that are going to, I guess, uh, influence that impulsivity of what you're selling. You know, some things we are more open to being impulsive on because maybe the cost of entry is low or maybe it's, you know, a need that's not being met elsewhere. Um, but, you know, if the, if the cost is higher or there's a lot of competition, then my impulsivity is probably going to go down. So as a business, building brand trust and credibility is going to be imperative to standing out, to being chosen, to being purchased from and, and repurchased and loyalty uh, forming as well. So we have our brand strategy piece. We have our objectives. We have our ideal client And then the other thing our strategy does is open our eyes to all the tactics. I do a two-hour strategy workshop with clients. And I think now the touch points I talk through, I think maybe up to about 25 to 30. And in this marketing strategy, I talk about offline strategy. We talk about printed materials, should you need them. We talk about, would you ever need direct mail? Would you ever do a PR campaign? It's not just digital. You know, our businesses can be built not just on digital. They can be built with a beautiful partnership of digital and traditional, or for some businesses, purely digital. But you need to look strategically at where your customer is at, how you want to engage them, the stages they need to go through with you to conversion, and then look at the tactics. You know, once we get down to it, are the tactics all digital? Are the tactics all ads? Are we, you know, is there actually a huge opportunity to maximize email marketing, which we see so many businesses forgetting? We recently tweaked a client's um, abandoned cart series. So, you know, the the email that you get that says you've left something behind in the cart. And we A-B tested a um, a 10% off. So, you know, if you now leave something in the cart, 50% of people are going to get a little email that says you've left something in the cart, you know, uh, here's a coupon to, to check out now with 10% off. The increase in sales from that were double digits. And you might think, oh, yes, but you're discounting. But when you think about the money it costs you to get that client to your site, the marketing you invested to get them to the site, for them to put things in a cart so they're excited, they were trusting you, they put their email address in, and for some reason they abandoned. So, you know, some of us, sometimes it's a credit card we need to go and get from another room and we abandon or the phone rings or, you know, our appointment that we've been waiting for and, you know, been scrolling on our phone in the waiting room, our appointment pops up and we have to go. So, so many reasons why we abandon that card. And now sometimes when that email comes through, you know, we think, oh, I can't be bothered or I'm not sure. But that small incentive that, yeah, there's a cost of, but it's almost cost recovery of the cost you just spent to get that person so far down your funnel is an easy win. It's an easy way to convert more and, and you know, then potentially set off a lifetime customer and be able to have a lifetime value. But email marketing is so critical and is so critical, again, in our 
I guess, assessing our dependence on paid strategies and also creating warm, ongoing relationships. You know, the most successful email marketing is an ongoing relationship with that customer in their inbox. And, you know, when you send an email, it lands in that inbox. It doesn't matter if they, um, you know, didn't open their account at the right time or if the algorithm gods were in your favor or not. You know, that that email is, is dependable. And then, you know, they're just some. Then you've got SEO, you've got content on your website, you've got your actual website itself. The tactics that we need to employ to attract our ideal client and convert them are so many. And coming back to strategy and, and, you know, as we obviously wrap up a year and start a new year, these are going to be conversations I'm having on here more deeply around, you know, how to assess and um, look at how you've gone this year, how to set your goals for next year, how to, you know, plan out what your calendar might look like for 2024 and in that kickoff. But it's all going to be conversations about strategy. I am so excited that so many more marketers are talking about strategy. And I think you really need to pay attention in market to who is talking about strategy because there's a lot of specialists in certain areas or there's a lot of generalists um but you know somebody that can look at your business holistically someone that can talk to you about strategy that is to me the best investment of your your time and your money before you get into doing is having a solid foundation and having that bible that you can go to that's going to really build your business I really hope you've enjoyed this strategy pep talk. I'd love to hear if you're hearing more about strategy and your thoughts around that as well. But until next time, I hope that you have a great day and I look forward to talking to you soon. Hey, thanks for listening to another episode. If you don't want to miss one, make sure you subscribe to the show in your podcast app. And if you love it, be sure to share it with friends and colleagues who you think could benefit from increasing their digital marketing confidence. Want more? Head to MarianneAmys.com to find out how you can work with me directly, to reach out to have me speak at your event, or to grab yourself some free resources.